0: I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, this will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Well done. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite places in Los Angeles is the Griffith Observatory. Has anyone been there? Good, we're good Angelenos. Uh, I I love it because, uh, as I've described many times, I'm a dork for the sky and the stars, and uh, it's an amazing sort of Los Angeles experience, though, I think, because you go out there, and there's a bunch of people uh, who instead of looking through these telescopes where they can see stars being birthed, like that's happening, that are you know, billions of miles away, instead of doing that, most people are in awe of the like, lights of the city, and are trying to take an Instagram photo that's like worthy of the moment, uh, for them at least, that shows the light of the city. Uh, it's, it's kind of, I think, surreal, and, and each time you go, the, the stars can seem less significant. Uh, maybe it's because uh, you know, the moon and the stars refuse to be photographed well on an iPhone. Uh, even a Samsung, I can testify. But I think we just sort of stumble over these, transcend- like these big, massive moments, these big things that make us feel small. We like to just move over those things really quickly i can remember when my first daughter was born, I went to work the next day because I thought, this is no big deal, a child being born out of my wife. Uh, and I think that we do that pretty regularly when it comes to the story about Jesus. You know, it's like something we know. It's kind of part of the, part of the wallpaper around here. You know, Jesus was born. You know, God loved the world. He came into it. Here he is. There's stars, They're singers, you know, Mariah Carey, the whole deal. And we just sort of move on. I mean, I could even testify that we take Mariah Carey for granted. Like, what she's doing on that album is phenomenal. But we just think, yes, this is what I like to shop to. Uh, but the, the words that the angel tells Mary is just so significant that to her... And from her is going to be born the savior of the world. The person that, that for centuries they had been waiting for. Someone who would come and make all things right, that would that would wipe away all the tears and all of the injustice and that would establish something that the world had ever ne- never really known, which is peace. You know, peace between God and man, between man and man, woman and man, like that there would just be a peace that would create this this thriving of all people, that that from her is going to be born a person who will make everything not just okay, but great, wonderful, overflowing with goodness. Uh, I talked a little bit about that great passage that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, or the New Living Translation is that God loved the world so much, uh, which is what I love, but... The, the word that, that, that is used there, this so-much word, is kind of this superfluous, over-the-top, kind of extended love. Uh, like, uh, like Elf. Uh, you've seen the movie. It is the, the second greatest Christmas movie of all time. But Elf sits down with his uh, spaghetti, and he takes out syrup, and he pours it all over his spaghetti, right? And then he takes all of the gummies and all of the candies, and he just overflows the plate even more. And then to go even further, he takes the the best Pop-Tart of all time, the S'mores Pop-Tart, and he crumbles it up on top, and it's just like the spaghetti plate is now unseeable. It's just all you can see is this sweet, sugary goodness on top of spaghetti. And then he just sort of devours it. This word, that God loved the world so much, this so much, is describing that kind of over-the-top lavishing of love, Uh, like someone taking a bottle of syrup and just covering a pancake with it until it spills all over the table. That's the kind of love that God has extended extended to us when he gave us Jesus. When God said, I love the world so much, I'm going to give them Jesus, it's that kind of over the top, abounding love. And then the angels get involved and the baby is born and there's shepherds and they receive this really big announcement that God has been born to them. Uh, On this day, right, the Savior has been born to you. Not just born generically, as uh, Martin Luther was really wise to write about, but God was born to us. He was given to us. This announcement is really big. Um, Last year I was really excited that, uh, and I I remember exactly where I was, I was on Duquesne, I was in traffic, and I heard on the news, because I was listening to the radio incessantly at the time, that LeBron James was coming to Los Angeles. the king was going to come to where he truly deserved to play, (laughs) at the Staples Center. Uh, I was so ecstatic. Uh, Even the LA Times, when the season started, they did a full, like, like insert. You pull this whole thing out. There was, like, five articles about LeBron James and several full picture, like, bifolds of him. And it was amazing. And even in uh, downtown, across from the Staples Center, Nike had taken out full... Uh, building ads, and they'd put these huge, you've been there, right? We've all gone to Laker games, or, or Clipper games, maybe, because uh, they're affordable. But it was this huge announcement. You know, this, this player was coming to our city to play. I think sometimes, I mean, that's, it, sound, it was a big deal, right? You don't really agree, but I, it was a big deal. And it's paying dividends this year. We had to wait uh, for, anyway... But the, we sometimes think that the birth of Jesus is, is less magnificent, right? He was just born uh, in a manger somewhere. Hey bud. He was just born far, you know, in this insignificant place. But a whole choir of angels, like the cosmos themselves split open and these celestial beings came down, a full choir, this choir was great, but even bigger, saying, Glory to God in the highest. Peace among men. The the child born to us is the most glorious. The highest of glories. The highest of worth or significance. Born to us. And that what it brings is peace. Everlasting, always and forever peace. Not just an absence of war as we might think of it. You know, like, peace in our marriage, or peace with our kids. Like, we're not fighting anymore. But the peace of the Bible is this word shalom, which is a thriving of all humanity. The world is what it was meant to be. Glory to God in the highest, peace among men, who he has found highly favored. That God has found us each highly favored. And then what do the shepherds do? what do they do after that? They run all the way to see this child. So this is a good clue for us. Let's be people that run to Jesus when we hear good news. Not just, oh, that's good news. Some people out there should hear it. The shepherds say, this is really good news. I'm a little terrified it's so good. I'm going to run and see this for ourselves. So maybe for you, run and see Jesus for yourself. Even if you've This is the thousandth time you've heard about Jesus being born to you because he loves you. Run to Jesus. Then after seeing Jesus, what do they do? They just go out there and they tell the whole world, as we sang about before. They rush all around, telling everyone that they meet, we have seen this great, awesome thing. Uh, And then Mary herself, uh, she in the midst of all of it, treasures these things forever. Uh, The beginning of the Gospel of Luke is interesting because there's two kind of big heroes that are really weird. One is this guy who can't talk, uh, and then the other hero is probably a 14-year-old girl who hears these things and treasures them, witnesses these things and says, how could I be so blessed? to participate so closely with what God is doing in the world. I mean, what she says in the beginning of her poem is like the best poem of the New Testament. That God would be considerate of me, that he would consider me, and that he would use me to redeem the whole world. So that's also how we get to respond. Wow, what a thing. I think we forget that all the time, even just particularly us as a church. What a thing. We get to be part of what Jesus is doing to bring the highest glory to this place, to this city. That everything that we get to do, we get to be participants with God in his mission, that we get to serve his kingdom. Like, that is like a big, like, wow, what a thing. Let's not just go to those things uh, and instead of looking up at the stars at Griffith Observatory we take an Instagram photo that no one's going to remember anymore, right? Uh, let's be people that marvel at the mystery that God has not just come to us, but he's also sent us out uh, to be people that tell others about Jesus. Because, yeah, that's a really great thing.